Hey, this is Joey, and you are listening to the pastor with no answers. And I want to I want to explain that a little bit. It's been a while since I've kind of gone into why we call this podcast the pastor with no answers. You know, because there's a lot of people around me that would say that's not right you help me with such and such or that's not right i asked you a question and it seems like you gave me a good answer well it's a little more figurative than that because obviously every person has answers about stuff so when i'm talking pastor with no answers it's basically the You want to get a mission statement? Here it is. The mission statement of this podcast is that we don't want to send people home with a nice little Christian package of theology that they need to go nail down in their own hearts and minds and basically run with because the the craziness about that is that... You take two Christians that are sincerely seeking God and exploring their faith and trying to figure out what the Bible says about this and that, they come out on the other end with completely opposing viewpoints with some of the most serious issues in the Bible or in life. So how in the world are are we supposed to say, yeah, but but I'm right. So here's what you need to believe. Now, now certainly, I think it's a good argument that there are definitely some essentials, for sure. That's just what makes us Christian. But I would go so far as to say that that list is pretty small. It's pretty small. So, anyway, we are going to be talking to a friend of mine named Natalie. And she is in our house church on Sunday nights. And I found out just recently that she is bisexual. The reason why I didn't know that right at first is I don't, I don't think bisexuals have a certain look. And she's married to a guy. So it definitely threw me off. I would have never guessed in a million years that she was bisexual. So when she said that, I was like, got to talk to this girl. So I figured, let me share it too. All my friends out in Pastor With No Answers land. So here you go, Natalie Pagan. I hear there's some cat wars at your house. Oh, wow. Quite literal pissing wars. (laughs) Quite literal pissing wars. Um, there are like, it's ebbing, but it's been around for about two months now. Yeah. yeah. And your cat actually goes into outside of a guest cat's litter Correct. box. Correct. <laughs> it's not his at all. And like, we try to acquaint it to him just missing. Yeah. But it's no. <laughs> like at this point, it's, it's f- perfect. Yeah. <laughs> totally. totally. <laughs> all right. So people that are listening right now they know why they're listening Mm because it's titled and everything cool and what i want to do is clarify some things for people because you and i both know that there's a lot of i don't even want to put them all into like this fundamentalist category but there's a lot of people when they hear a certain sexuality they're like 
oh yeah, not Christian. Yeah, you know they're kind of they can't be because the Holy Spirit would tell them not to be that right. way. Right. So let's 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 put those people's minds in a in a challenging place before we get this started because. You, my friend Natalie, mm-hmm. who is in our house church on Sunday nights, yep, yep. are a, you're a Christian. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what what does what does Christianity mean to you? Like, as far as why why would you say you're a Christian? I mean, so I guess Christianity to me just I mean, like the average Christian is like, hey, I ascribe to the belief that Jesus Christ was a real person. Yeah. Who was the real Son of God who came down and really did die for all of our sins. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like once you ascribe to that, you're kind of on the list. Right, right. So, yeah. So, my, my <laughs> thing is, if anybody hears that, they've got a hard case to make to kind of say, yeah, but because of such and such, yeah, yeah you can't be a Christian. It's yeah. insane. So, let me tell you something embarrassing about myself when Please. it comes to bisexuality. I actually used to have this philosophy of, well... That's just kind of lazy. They just get to do whatever they want. <laughs> oh, no. Now, granted, this is like two decades ago. Sure, okay, sure. so I'm 20 years Little older baby and mature. Uh-huh. And, but seriously, I was just like, oh, that's convenient. They could just. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and, like, like sexuality is all about sex, right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that the case? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> They're lazy. All right, all right. So <laughs> I, I'm sure we're, we're going to you know, hit this at all sorts of different angles, but I'll just start with, um, when did you know there was something different about you? And when I say different, please excuse that if it sounds offensive, but I would say statistically, right? Most people are heterosexual. So that's all I mean by different. Sure. Sure. Um, sophomore year of high school for sure. Um, it, it was always, I mean, like, ah, I used to have really weird nightmares about it. And I only say nightmares cause like I grew up in a Spanish Pentecostal church. Yeah where people believe that if you are anything but heterosexual, you are possessed by right. a demon. Right. Um, so I would have like really weird nightmares about people saying that I was and me being like, nah. And then like sophomore year of high school hit and I was like, you know, okay. Yeah. And, and I told like a couple of my friends that I confided in and they were like, yeah, okay. That's, I had a feeling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, true. Cause I had no idea, right. but here we are. I mean, so are we talking just, recognizing an attraction to both sexes Mm -hmm. simple as that yep and um were you peace like what was i mean what was the revelation from ninth grade to 10th grade i mean what happened in 10th grade was just like whoa whoa, wait a second i've been feeling this way for a while but now i'm recognizing that it's not like everybody else i mean what what had the revelation happen i think um I've always had like, I mean, like I've always had like feelies or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've always just found people attractive. I'm just like, Oh, what a, what a pretty lady or right. what a pretty dude. Right? right. Um, but I guess in, um, I mean, you're a teenager, right? You right. like hit puberty, your hormones start going everywhere. And like most people feel that towards a certain group of people. And I found myself feeling that towards two groups of people, yeah. you know, instead of just like the regular one. And yeah. I think that's when it really all like, kind of came full circle and i was like hey i think i might be bisexual this is weird i don't know how to feel but this is where i find myself were you upset i was really mad about it for a while i prayed about it for a long time actually i prayed about it for a year um like between ninth grade to 10th grade i prayed about it and i was like dude if this is like wrong please help me because i just feel like i don't want to be wrong but i don't know how else to feel and i'm 
scared you right. know what i mean because i mean like you grow up in that mentality that this is not okay you are under demonic influence something is wrong with you right but this is how you feel right you know so i mean it was a lot yeah yeah so are you um you know to to cut to the chase for some of our listeners you are married and yeah and in a heterosexual relationship he's a boy right he's a boy <laughs> it, are you familiar with how the bisexual community operates though like is there a wow this is kind of cool because there are more fish in the sea and i'm not trying to make a joke like is in that community is there that sort of mentality like, this is actually kind of cool i mean it's kind of hard because you fall into like lgbt right right and um there's a weird misconception that lgbt people tend to be like super promiscuous because there's quote unquote more fish in the sea right when it comes to bisexuality but it really just like comes down to like you as a person and like yeah. how you hold yourself. Because yeah. if you hold yourself to a person of high standards and high morals, like regardless, yeah. you're going to be a person of high standards and high morals, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. So once that revelation hit, was there some things that you look back on at an earlier age that mm -hmm. you recognize? Oh, yeah, that was oh, kind of different. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, so I started having these weird dreams when I was in um, elementary school. There was a girl that I used to hang out with all the time. Right. And um, she was like my really, really good friend. We were like in fifth grade. It was great. Um, and like we held hands and we hung out a lot. And I didn't think of it as anything. But then this kid like some ki we, we were all in the gifted program this yeah. kid told me like oh you guys are lesbians and i was like no we're not right and then we stopped holding hands and then we stopped hanging out yeah you know Gosh. um <laughs> uh but i never thought about it as anything as like as anything along those lines yeah. just because i was just doing whatever i wanted to because i was a kid yeah you know you don't think about that stuff until someone puts it in your mind and you're right. like oh shit yeah yeah but now so let's let's figure this out would is is this in your mind how did you become a bisexual are you comfortable with saying i was born that way these are how my genes lined up honestly like i don't think it's genetic at all i think it's one of those things where it's like nature versus nurture thing right so, so both I genetics mean, and nurture maybe here's the thing is like not i don't think it's genetics like yeah. i think it's just nurture oh. and i think it's one of those things to where if you grow up around certain people and I mean, I don't even know if I would say that because my entire family is like was super against it growing up. Right. Um, and it just kind of happened. So technically, but I don't know, genetically it wouldn't make sense just because stuff like that's not really written in your genetic yeah. code. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but it just, one day you like realize it and then that's it, yeah. you know? And I like, I personally, when I figured it out, um, was in a relationship with someone who was a lady and, yeah. Um, at one point felt really bad about it and like broke up with her because yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm like, maybe I'm not bisexual. Maybe I'm just confused because that right. was something that's continuously like, excuse me, spewed at you. Right. If you say or admit to a family member that you are bisexual, right? right. They're not bisexual. They're confused. Uh, right. So that's like, so a, you don't know. Right, 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 right. That's a whole thing. Dumb. So that's, yeah. So that's like, <laughs> bisexuals the are just, they're <laughs> they indecisive. Just, they just don't know. Like they think they know, but they don't, right. but that's not true at all. Like I am 25 years old. Right. I am married to a person whom I love very, very much. Yeah. Um, but I still find both male and ladies, or male and females attractive right. like it just is the way that it is right. and whether i would attribute that to like the way i was born or the way that i was nurtured 
honestly, I wouldn't attribute it to either. Yeah. I think it just happened. And yeah. whether or not it's like, hey, God made me this way. Like, I have no idea. But this is, my convictions tell me, and like after praying about it for a long time, I don't see that there's anything inherently wrong with it. It just yeah. is the way that I am programmed. Right. So let, let's tap into your theology here. What what do you do with what people would call the slam dunk versus against homosexuality, you know, and Paul's list of sins and those sorts of things? I mean, you know, for our listeners, how, how do you read the Bible? And, and I mean, just uh, we'll start here. Do you think different sexualities or acting on them is a sin? Like if you would have chose a woman mm-hmm. as your marital spouse. Right. Would that be wrong? This is kind of a tricky question. So, like, I don't think so is my answer. I like that answer. And I don't think so because, like I said, like, I've meditated. I've prayed about it for years. And, like, I have not been led to a conviction that it is wrong. Right. Right. Um, Now, you know what? What Christians would say to that? They would I know. say, "Wait a second, like, go to the Bible that's first. That's a blasphemous right. thing to say. Read well, the Bible, right? But then Bible is your starting point, right? But then there's the, there's how I read the Bible, right? right? So I, okay, little background. Yeah. Um, I'm an art historian. I consider myself a historian. Yeah. So when I read the Bible, I read it within its historical context. Yeah. Right. So a lot of the passages that do say things about being homosexual, like are not just referring to like your average gay couple. Right. Um, they're referring to like Romans and they're referring to a culture. Yeah. Right. And in that culture, it is very abusive. I mean, it's abusive. It's yeah. common to see a lot of um, promiscuity. It's not like I'm in a monogamous relationship with someone that is my same sex. Right. It comes with a lot more baggage than that. Right. They don't see homosexuality then the way we see homosexuality now. Right. Um, and I think that's really important to make that distinction because it is a very different thing right. now than it was then. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, but I, I, I still, I really appreciate your answer though, as far as, and, and I mean, it, it, everything'd be cool if you said no. I'm sure it's not, but I just think that as Christians, it's definitely something to wrestle with. And if, if you would be, if you were at the end of your wrestling and you're just like, no, I don't think it's a sin. I mean, I'm, who cares what I think anyway? But I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just, it's one of those things to where so. Would would you be able to be in church community with someone that said, Natalie, I love you. I believe you're a Christian. I, I'm cool with being in community with you. Where I'm at in my beliefs, I, I think if you were acting on both sexualities, then it would be outside of God's will. Would you, mm-hmm. would you be able to fellowship with that person, or is that just too closed-minded? So here's the thing. Um, I have no problem fellowshipping with that person. I have no problem being a friend with that person because I am friends with people like that and it's right. cool, it's whatever. But as far as like a church family, like I need a church family that is willing to see me yeah. and see the way that I live my life and know that I am not purposely trying to stray that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and there are church communities like our church community, but also like Episcopalian church communities yeah. that are like, hey, if you ascribe to being homosexual, but also want to serve, we're not going to stop you from serving. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. I think that's extremely important right especially because so many people have been turned away from like a lot of mainline churches right. and a lot of evangelical churches because of stuff like that or right. they're continually like pursued by other people trying to convert them or get them to change their sexuality or get them to like lie to themselves yep. and say no nah, i'm straight now no yeah. 
yeah. I don't think you are. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's it's a lot more than that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you understand where a church is coming from? And this question is not suggestive. Like, I really am just <laughs> curious. Like, do you understand if they are convinced that this is a sin, what they would, what, what people in those churches would say is, okay, we all struggle with sin, mm-hmm. but if you are basically giving yourself liberty to live in something and not even call it what it is, then that's, that puts us in a tough position. Like, how do you reflect on that sort of approach? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm super familiar with it. And I respect it because here's the thing about people that go to church, like almost all of them ascribe to the idea of an absolute truth. Yeah. Right. So if you believe absolutely that, if you believe personally, absolutely that homosexuality is a sin, yeah. you are going to do everything in your power to get me to recognize that it is a sin. Yeah. And you do it because you love me and because right. you want the best for me, like in life after death. And right. I 100% respect that. Right. Um, but I do think that if I, like if that person knows me and knows the way that I live my life, I think it's important for them to understand that I have given this a fair bit of thought and this is my position on this. Like, do you want to know why? Right. You know what I mean? And honestly, that's the most frustrating thing for me is people assume you couldn't have given it thought and definitely not prayer. Like <laughs> no, there's no way not. you took that to the Lord. <laughs> Seriously, like there I mean, you you included there's people that I consider closer friends that I know have searched and I know they have a heart after God. Mm-hmm. And so at some point I have to take a step back and be like, Okay, wait a second. <laughs> do do I have like uh, the God's word tagged perfectly to where I, I know that I'm reading it perfectly and I can say, well, this scripture and that scripture, so she's wrong. At some point, I've learned to take some steps back and be like, wait a second, I, I'm going to trust someone's relationship with God. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I just think that is so important. Um, I think it's also important to like look at every other sin that's like listed in the Bible, yeah. right? Yeah. So most other sins, if not all other sins, are harmful. If not to yourself, then to someone around you. Right. Right. Yeah. And like homosexuality is just you trying to live your life. And like if you do, I mean, like within the context of doing it ethically and like being a good person. Right. You know what I mean? It's not, it just doesn't fit. And that's just my opinion of it. Like if you look at every other sin and you look at that as a sin, it's not the same. Yeah. Just doesn't match up. Yeah, totally. Uh, I I mean, I think it's quite uh, cute that (laughs) that churches are so uh, so so let's just let's just say for the sake of argument that uh acting on uh homosexuality bisexuality is a sin it's like oh so your church is gay affirming i mean don't i'm like so your church is divorce and Mm -hmm. remarriage affirming Mm -hmm. i mean hashtag anyone but the catholic church yeah it's like (laughs) like it seems the bible is way more intensely against that 100 percent. it's crazy i mean I don't know. I feel like people look past that because they take it into account and they're like, yeah, but you got to look at that person's life. Right. And it's like, yeah, but you got to look at that person's life. Right. You know, it's bigger than that. And right. I think stuff like that is better left to like the hands of God than to the hands of a person or a committee to say whether or not you're allowed to serve in a church. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if if uh, if Jesus did you ever get those convicting questions if Jesus was sitting right there yep. right now would you be watching that boy movie? what <laughs> all the time about everything so if if Jesus was sitting here with us and we included him in on this conversation and mm-hmm. he's been hearing everything we've been saying about his bride we'll say that and we say well Jesus what do you think about Natalie and what she's saying what, what do you think he would say would you well I'll stop there I mean. I'm not Jesus, but I think if it came down to anything, he would say, like, I know her heart, because as cheesy as that sounds, like, yeah. it doesn't matter what anybody thinks of me, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of this topic, like, it all comes down to that individual person and God. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, if he's got you and you know he's got you, then yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I'll consider this my million-dollar question. Why AJ? <laughs> Why AJ? Yeah, dude, and, he's and the what best. I, no, I know that. <laughs> I'm not saying why a male. Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. So, so you picked a male mm-hmm. over a female. Mm-hmm. Now, if you thought that the homosexual lifestyle was wrong, that would be obvious. Oh, I totally understand why you picked a male. <laughs> but, like, was that a hard decision? No, and I think what it came down to is, and like, I understand if these questions sound crazy. Because oh no, it's fine. I'm not a bisexual. <laughs> It's you know fine, what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully they don't come across offensive. No, it's cool. I mean, I think what it comes down to is like as a person. Yeah. Because um, we all have like preferences, right? Some people prefer hairy men. Some people prefer very little ladies. Right. Um, but as far as myself, like I don't really have a ton of like specific preferences. Yeah. I like beards. Um, yeah. But I think really more than anything, like AJ as a person drew me as a person. Right. Right. If a woman with AJ's personality would have drawn me in, like then right. that would have been it. But it right. really comes down to like him as a person. Right. Um, and some people attribute that to being like pansexual. If you like ascribe to the idea that you're attracted to people's personalities. Yeah. But then that kind of becomes more broad and becomes like, oh, well, if someone is trans, would you be attracted to that person? And I don't really ascribe to that. Yeah. So I'll stick to the lady man thing. Um, but all in all, I think his personality and the way that he is and the way that we grew together as like teenagers into adults, like that's it. You know what I mean? There's nobody else that I could picture in my life, regardless of whether or not he was a guy or a girl. That person is the person I wanted to have with me forever. Right. And, and, and I'll, I'll restate that original question sounded bad. Why? No, it's cool. (laughs) AJ's the bomb. (laughs) Um, so, how early on did he like did he know your sexuality early on or was that something like you were engaged and you're like by the way i also <laughs> like girls no we uh we talked about it when we were dating we dated for a long time though yeah. we dated for like five years so i would say like well into well into like the first year yeah just because we talked a lot and he asked me a lot about like what I was like and what I liked and stuff. And it just came about like, yeah. oh, hey, I had an ex once. And he was like, oh, an ex? And I was like, yeah, her name was. And he goes, oh, her? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, ha, right. ha, I'm bisexual. Was that tough at first for him? Like, I mean, oh, crap. he was a different. little, yeah, he was a little confused about it just because yeah. he also grew up in an evangelical background. Yeah. Um, but we talked about it. And like, again, like he knew me at that point better than anybody else. So he was like, you know what? If you if you're cool with that, then okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when I think about my heterosexual marriage and then other marriages like that, I know that there's obviously 
a level of struggle when it comes to being attracted to more people. That's why, and and from a purely sexual level is what I'm talking about right now. I mean, obviously I've been attracted to other personalities and those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But from a pure sexual standpoint, that's why so many dudes and uh, women run to pornography. That's why there's so many marital affairs and that sort of thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's why I have struggled with pornography in the past. Like, is there an extra element of struggle for you? Because where I may struggle with uh, having eyes for other women in a sinful sexual way, you are actually um, forfeiting a whole gender that, that you are attracted to. So it's just like you, you know, if, for argument's sake, if you're going to live in God's will when it comes to your marriage, mm-hmm. you are saying no women. Right. I'm with a man. Right. Is there some struggle in that? I mean, to an extent. Yeah. But I don't. I wouldn't put it past anything that other people struggle with. So, yeah. like I myself, I had a lot of issues with pornography, like growing up. Yeah. Um, and that did span the wide variety of both male and female. Right. Um while I was still trying to like, while I am kind of still trying to get a handle on that. Yeah. Um, it plays the same part, I think as it would if I was heterosexual. Yeah. Right. So like sexual desire and lust is a, a struggle for a lot of people, whether they're married or not. Um, and I experience it, but I don't think I would experience it in any way that's different from a heterosexual person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think as far as like in real life, you know what I mean? Like not in a pornography standpoint, but in real life. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where you got to catch yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So like yeah. if you're a married person, you got to catch yourself anyway. And yeah. I just, it's the same thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, and I, and I agree from more of a bird's eye perspective of relationships. That's why I was asking from a very sexual standpoint, because you know, you're, you're attracted to both genders and it's like, not going to mess with yeah what i mean really what it comes down to is like i have eyes for him right i need to only have eyes for him that's key yeah you know what i mean so like regardless of there's if there's three other choices four other choices two other choices he's pretty much my only choice right so if i ever catch myself wandering like that's it right you know right yeah all right so let's say there is a uh girl Mm -hmm. that likes you a lot as a friend sure she's heterosexual married but she finds out you guys are getting really close like besties sort of thing what up and then she finds out that you know you're bisexual and all of a sudden she's like oh i'm not scared of that but what if what if natalie starts becoming attracted to me and i become like a um well a stumbling block. That's the word I'm looking for. I was like, for. please don't say stumbling block. <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> what somebody would say. <laughs> um, I personally, uh-huh. truthfully, I would think that would be extremely shitty. Yeah. Because um, like, first of all, who are you to think that you have any power over my marriage? Yeah. Right? Um, and like, secondly, if we are that close, I think it's important that know that like and trust that i'm strong in my marriage and trust that i i mean can control myself i mean i don't know it's the same question as like if you were a guy 
who was married and became really good friends who with a girl who was married. Right. Right. Um, would you, would, what if the girl started freaking out and saying, oh, I don't want to become a stumbling block in his marriage. Like if you realize that you're just really good friends and that's yeah. all you'll ever be because, hey, human decency. Right. Then I don't think it should go any further than that. I yeah. mean, I think you should both respect each other and respect the fact that you're in relationships. And as long as the friendship is built on that, then yeah. f- everything else. Like yeah. it's not... It's just one of those things where it's not fair to assume that just because a person has a sexual preference that you fall into, yeah. that you are what they're attracted to. Right. That makes sense. And, and, I, and I agree with what you're saying. But then personally, and I'll admit this is something that I'm processing through, like trying to figure out just how sexist I am or <laughs> like trying to figure out how my personal convictions can possibly be sexist. So, for example, if I have... If I work with some guys and I work with some uh, ladies and I may ride in the car by myself with guys and, and well, I mean, it's actually a rule at our church, for instance, that, you know, pastors. So I I know that rubs you the wrong way for sure, but that's fine. But for me, if, if there is a girl and let's, we'll just say that I'm physically attracted to her because I mean, there's a lot of girls I'm physically attracted to. I mean, uh, otherwise it would be like, I'm walking around every girl's and that's Mm -hmm. just not the case. Right. So obviously the percentages, there's going to be some of those girls that I'm also attracted to their personality. Sure. I, and, and this is probably a really crappy thing to say about myself, but I'm not sure if I can become best friends, like super tight in the context of just me and her. Mm-hmm. Now, me and Priscilla and her and maybe her husband or me and Priscilla and her, totally different question. But if I have like this unique one-on-one relationship, and maybe this is just the difference between you and I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't trust myself with that. You know, and it's not even it. a matter yeah. of me not respecting her and her not respecting me. It's, it's like It's just a matter of like I don't trust myself. Right. With well, these. what if I sh- what if I start sharing some things, some struggles in our marriage? Right. You know, next thing you know, I'm kind of depending her on her for then emotional support and we start so, connecting yeah. emotionally. And mm-hmm. so that's why it and it it I can do that with someone like Ryan, for instance, sure. who is a close friend because I don't want to make out with him. I don't want to. Sure. <laughs> and I know that I know it sounds like I'm reducing, you know, sexuality to sex. But what I'm saying is that is a part of it. And especially for guys, not all guys are this way, but guys like me that are wired up very sexually. I wouldn't have any concerns with getting close, super close to a dude. Whereas with a girl, I would feel I got to be careful here. So, okay. Okay. So now does that, does I, my yeah, question no, make sense? I get it. Yeah. I have a lot of things to say about it. Say whatever. You okay. can say your questions suck. I hate <laughs> All right, you. How no. dumb can you be? <laughs> no. I mean, I just have a lot of opinions. Uh, no. <laughs> I think. Um, and please understand. I, I mean, I am seriously asking. As I know you're trying like to learn. Legitimately asking me questions. You're not trying to be a dick. Like I right, get it. Right. And um, I don't understand what it's like to be have an attraction for both. So. so I think it's important. So a couple of things. So like I myself, I'm also a very sexually driven person. Like, um, but I think, um, being attracted to both, both sexes, at least both male and female, um, you find yourself in a very special place Yeah. because it goes, literally goes both ways. Right. Right. So if you're extra close friends with a boy who you're attracted to, 
you need to be just friends with him. If you're extra close friends to a girl who you're attracted to, you need to be just friends with her. Yeah. Right. And like, it's not like it's that makes sense you know what i mean it's yeah. not one of those things where you can necessarily just choose one sex and be like i'm just gonna hang out with them because i'm not attracted to the other sex you're right. literally attracted to both right and that could happen but it comes down to then watching yourself taking care of yourself and your house right right so like if i know that i'm attracted to this man then i'm gonna make sure that i spend x amount of time with him and spend more time with AJ because right. chemically and like science Mike has um, a dig about this about like if the more time you spend with the sex that you're attracted to more than your than your significant other like chemically you'll start to find more of an attraction with that person if you spend more time with them wait if so if you're attracted to a certain gender but you're hanging out with your significant other that's not that gender you'll become attracted to them well no so like okay so if I I'm married to AJ right right but if I hang out with a girl who I find attractive yeah and we hang out more than I hang out with AJ yeah. I may become closer to her than I am with AJ same okay. ways as I hang out with a guy who I'm attracted with yeah right yeah so we'll if we hang out more than I hang out with AJ chances are like chemically we'll start to like each other more right right um so there is no win-win right. I guess because of the situation that I find myself in I've just become accustomed to if I think there's any hint of a doubt yeah. that anything will happen yeah. I just take myself out of the equation yeah. um in the respect of driving in a car yeah. with a person who is married, who yeah. you're not married to, right? right? Like the whole church rule. I don't like that rule yeah. solely because like for myself, it could be anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that simple. Right. No, I agree. Um, I agree 100%. And it becomes a more, it's a more complex issue. And I think people are more complex than that. And I think to reduce them to, you're a man, you need to drive with man. Right. Um, you're a woman, you need to drive with a woman. Or you can't hang out yeah. if your wife isn't there. Um, like, I understand, like, the potential of that situation. Yeah. But hold yourself to a higher standard. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. And totally. that's honestly, like my view on that and that yeah. may sound really shitty but i don't think so at all that's just how i feel about it and that's because we um we used to go to a church here um and we had two small group leaders they were married because that tends to be the way that it works right. and i wanted to talk to one of my small group leaders about something because it's easier to talk to him than it was to talk to her yeah they're both great people but it was just easier to talk to him but like i had to talk to her right yeah and yeah. i feel like like as people like take your gender away right. dude like as people I mean, it's just easier to talk to one person than the other yeah. and to assume that anything is going to ensue yeah. is really f***ed up because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're not giving people a chance to be people. I mean, and granted, like bad things happen, Yeah. right? Bad things happen with the opposite sex. Bad things may happen with the same sex. People just don't talk about it. Right. Um, but it's just frustrating that that's what's assumed. Yeah, yeah. So could you say, you know, given that, you said that you're a sexually driven person. I said the same thing about myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, would you say it's safe to say then that you and I just, there has to be some sort of different levels of operation because if you take my approach, mm -hmm. because I, I still feel comfortable with saying that I'm not comfortable getting super close to a girl that I'm, attracted to physically and I, and I understand how that can be wrong sure. if anything it sheds light on my ridiculousness it's fine so, really but but if you took that approach then basically you're saying i can only be close to my husband 
I can't have any close I friends. I can't. Yeah. And that, that doesn't make sense. It's shitty. You know what that I mean? Would like, not make sense I don't have, I just don't have that option. Right. Right. And right. I think that that in itself has allowed me to grow a certain way that other people haven't grown. You know what I mean? Like, right. like you having that default of if I'm cool with guys, I don't have to worry about it. I can talk to my guy friends, right. which I'm sure that a lot of women have. Like if I'm cool with my girlfriends, I don't have to worry about getting close to a guy because I have my girlfriends. Yep. I don't have that option. Right. <laughs> so I've had to adapt to just be like, I need to see people as friends and that needs to be it. Yeah. You know, and if I ever find myself like crossing the line, then that needs to be me finding another friend. Right. And, and I mean, th- this is, you'll be like, how could that be a big revelation? But I just had a big revelation. Obviously, you can be interacting with uh, a guy or girl and know right off if you would ever be attracted to them. You'd sure. be like, no way. Like, I can get super close to this person because I yeah, would never I will be never, Or even it's come to, the, like, there have been instances in which there's like a, like a couple of like my female friends that yeah. I am attracted to because they're really pretty ladies. Right. Um, but like, I don't see them in that light because I can't see them in that light. Right. And it's taken like a lot of time and like discipline and I'm not perfect at it, but like, right. I'm really trying to like, if I find myself in that position, like, Hey, I'm going to go home. See ya. Right. Um, but for the most part, it's been, at least lately, it's been pretty great because I haven't really had any issues like that. Like I've, been able to hang out with people that I am technically physically attracted to, yeah. right? But I just see them as my friend, right. and that's it. Right, right. Um, this this will this could possibly sound um, like a asshole question, okay. but I'll ask it anyway. <laughs> do you wish? Do you ever wish that things were just more simple and you weren't a bisexual? No. Yeah. Um, no, I could see the uh, the allure in that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I am the way that I am because yeah. I got to grow the way that I got to grow. Yeah. And I kind of like myself, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the past couple of years, I've like I've had a lot of struggle with like being cool with the way that I am and being comfortable in it. Yeah. And um, I've grown a lot, I think, because of that. Right. 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 So it's I wouldn't change that for anything. Right. Now, what's uh, you're, you're obviously sharing your sexuality to a good six or seven thousand people what's been the extent (laughs) of your openness in general up until this point um with the average joe if they ask me uh well i mean honestly for for folks listening i mean basically i've known you now at least a little bit for it well over a, a year, year yeah you, for you sure came to me and toby's beer and theology stuff a while ago yeah and that was a long time ago yeah. and so i want to say maybe maybe two months ago maybe maybe not quite you were just talking in our house church in passing and you said you know because i'm a bisexual blah, blah. that was the first i heard mm-hmm. and i was i was like I was glued. I was like, "Whoa! I, I want to know more about that. Yeah, like, I, I need to. I need to hear that the story and learn and that sort of thing." So, it obviously wasn't something that. I mean, first of all, it would be really stupid to say, "Hey, I'm Natalie. I'm a bisexual." I mean, right, right. You don't that. lead with that. Right, right. <laughs> but I, I didn't know. You know. So how? When? When does it come up? Because that is that is weird. I don't. I don't go around saying, "Hey, I'm a heterosexual." Yeah. So. I think it comes up when it comes up, yeah. like it, especially in my current situation, like I am married to a man, right? right? So it almost never comes up. Right. That's true. Um, because most people just assume that I'm heterosexual. Yeah. Um, if we end up in a conversation where someone says, oh, that lady's really attractive. I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah. she is. Um, but it won't, it's never a huge deal, yeah. at least with like regular people, like people that I work with know 
and it was never like a big thing it just kind of is because like i work in retail and we make a lot of comments about people yeah. um but um but yeah um, for most people it doesn't really ever come up unless it comes until it comes up yeah right family wise yeah i have maybe four family members that know yeah um and they know because they like were with me and helped me kind of try to figure out who i was when i was younger yeah um i haven't really brought it up with anybody else because i don't think it's really pertinent right like if they want to know about that and they feel a certain way about it then we can have that conversation but it's never come up because it's never come up you don't feel like you need to hide it from anybody no it is what it is right like it's fine right (laughs) right yeah do you what was your given what you knew about the people in your surroundings that night when you said that were you just assuming that it was to like did you have in the back part of your mind oh crap this could cause trouble with with some people or you felt completely at ease that you were in an environment where that wouldn't happen i knew that i would be fine yeah just because we were like the reason that it even got brought up was because we were talking about like how the church handles um homosexual yeah. people yeah. and stuff like that so like given everybody's previous responses i knew i would be fine right um i thought it was actually really important that i say something yeah because i'm almost positive i'm the only one who identifies as lgbtq yeah. at all in that group yeah in our and group, yeah. and like most people were like oh well this that and the other about gay people this that and the other and i'm like well as a person right. who is in that group i would right. just like to say x y and z right because yeah. i think it's important to have that perspective and it's easy to talk about i mean same it's the same thing when we talk about minorities right right aj and i will always almost always try to say something right because we're one of the only we're the two only people that fall into that group right yeah (laughs) in that church yeah so it's more of like a it was like a moral obligation like i need to say something just so we have a voice from that group saying something yeah yeah totally totally what would you think would be a good baby step for someone that possibly went into listening to this episode with a very, I mean, quite honestly, where I was easily seven years ago, Mm -hmm. just a very cookie cutter. Well, um, at the very least, the Holy Spirit needs to show some stuff to Natalie so she can understand that what she's saying is wrong. You know, like this, you know, I'm not even listening because she's obviously not reading her Bible well, she's, mm-hmm. she's resisting because God obviously wouldn't tell her this. What would be, in your mind, a baby step for people that have kind of already made their mind up going into this? I think a small step would be if you don't identify as homosexual or bisexual or anything, maybe don't worry about it, <laughs> right? Because, like, <laughs> like, it's not your problem. Right. Um, if you want to call it a problem, if you meet a person who you then find out identifies as something in that group, yeah, um, don't just see them as a person in that group. See them as a person, yeah, right, and like talk to them about their life and not just about that quality of them, yeah, because I think that that's a really important thing to do that not everybody does, right. Um, so yeah, if it's if you don't have a struggle with it and you don't like it's not morally an issue for you mm-hmm. maybe don't worry about it yeah, like about it. if you fall into that category to where like you have a friend that identifies as like bisexual or something like that right then like t- 
talk to your friend and have an honest conversation. Because I have a friend who um, she is a uh, Calvinist, yeah. feels a lot of ways. And like we have a lot of conversations about this kind of thing. Right. But she always respects my opinion. I always respect hers. And we learn right. from each other. And I think it's just really important to like, even if you disagree with somebody, try to understand them. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, what I want to see more of, and Priscilla and I were just talking about this lately, is what keeps what, keeps what I'm about to describe from happening is nothing other than fear. Mm-hmm. But what I want to see is Christian gatherings or... God forbid some people in those gatherings not even being Christians, but <laughs> let, let's talk specifically <laughs> Christians. Mm-hmm. I want to see um, uh, a lesbian couple in in that midst, for example, and I want Christians that think that it is wrong to be able to say, I love you, I believe you're Christians, because obviously I've heard your heart and I hear that you have accepted Christ and you are pursuing him. Where mm-hmm. I'm at right now, it, it seems like the Bible says else, but that's between you and God. You're, you're my sisters in Christ. And mm-hmm. then in the same group, you can have people that are just like, what the hell are you talking about? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Of course it's fine. I mean, good Lord. But we can all be figuring this stuff out together. Yeah. Like, and we can all be pursuing God together. But, you know, it's just we're we're fearful of what someone that's not like us brings to the table. We're fearful that they can maybe influence people and it's just like, good gosh, do I, you know how many pastors' kids yeah, man. have been run off the Yeah, church? man. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it comes down to like never assume anything about anybody. Yeah. Right? So like I said earlier, one of the biggest issues with identifying as bisexual specifically, people think you are very promiscuous as a person. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so I have a friend whom I love dearly who has struggled, quote unquote, struggled with bisexuality for a long time. And when she told her church family whom she like felt very close to, obviously, if she wasn't sure, she was at this time, not sure if like it was okay, if she was convicted of it as a sin, she just didn't know how to feel, but this is how she felt. Right. She told her church family and they were like, hey, don't hang out with our kids anymore. We don't want you coming around the house anymore. X, Y, Z. And it was just very frustrating because it's like, dude you need to just love her. And like, she hasn't changed as a person. She's still the same person. Right. She just happens to like ladies. Right. Right. It's just, it's like when you get a tattoo and you go home and your grandma's like, Oh no, he's lost. Yeah. Grandma's on the same person. I just got a tattoo. Like it's really not a big deal. Right. Um, and also like, it's just frustrating because there are church communities like that. Yeah. Where it's open um, to be like where people are open to be homosexual or bisexual and, you know, engage in community like the circular church in downtown is a huge place like that. But they also ascribe to like a lot of other things that I don't ascribe to. Right. Um, so they exist, but in or various like animal sacrifice, nah, they just, they're kind of like, I don't know what else to say. AJ and I always say loosey goosey. Oh, it gotcha. sounds real shitty, but it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. but, uh, I mean, you would call yourself pretty conservative christian when it comes to i mean like most I, people would certainly say oh no way progressive nah bro <laughs> like that's that's the thing is like i like ascribe to the nicene creed and right. like i know my church history i care about my church history right i care about my church you know what i mean like i right. go to an anglican church on high holidays like i care can you believe this people <laughs> cannot put you in a box yeah i know it's that's bizarre. safe people want to be able to put people <laughs> in a box you can't do that to natalie yeah folks. man <laughs> um and i think it's like i don't know i just think it's really important to like realize hey you can 
as you can believe a certain way, but just so happen to be gay. Right. Right. <laughs> just so happens. Yeah, that's happens. a t-shirt. You can believe in a certain way. Yep. Just so happen to be gay. Last question. <laughs> Do you like Westboro Baptist Church? I'm not a fan. <laughs> TVH. Not a huge fan. But everybody needs grace, man. There you go. <laughs>